0: Welcome to Keith and the Girl. I'm Keith Malley. I'm Hemda. Hemda, you have an Only in New York live show, the podcast you do with Tracy Carnazzo, Andrea Allen, and everybody can check it out live. How? Because they can't come to New York.
1: No, no one can go anywhere. I'm in New York and I can't even come to New York. So right. uh, you go to onlyinnewyork.eventbrite.com. The live show is next week. 8 to 10 Eastern. And it'll also be in our social media, the link in our social media, but only in New newyork.eventbrite.com. It's virtual, of course. We'll have a Q&A and everything. So uh hope everyone can make it.
0: Today's guest was a finalist on Last Comic Standing, appeared on The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. No, that's not right. Conan O'Brien does do t- The Tonight Show, right?
1: Uh-oh. The- <laughs>
2: Andrea! No, that, he, he did.
0: Conan O'Brien did The Tonight Show.
2: Th- that's right. Keith!
0: All right, if you could tell me what else you did cuz this paper's a mess. <laughs> I'm paired on America's Got Talent the podcast is Broccoli and Ice Cream, your pal Mind Mike Kaplan.
2: Hey, it's great to be here talking from different places, and it's rude to interrupt each other. So I'll just talk for the rest of the time.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny is we're not uh, we're not looking at each other. Sometimes we go over Zoom and we we can see each other, and we didn't this time. And when Keith was like, "Oh, this isn't right," I'm like, "Oh my god! I hope he's about to rip the paper." <laughs> and- <laughs> And it, I got to experience this thing where and then I'm like, well, how is he going to get out of the ripping of the paper? That he just did. Oh, my God. He just ripped it again. This is hilarious. Uh, I, Keith, I am yeah. now your fan. Thank
0: <laughs> you. It took, it took a minute, but thank you. How do you how do you like, Mike, this uh, new way of living? Not counting the deaths, of course. That's, oh, that's the given. Not but, kind of, uh, I do mean, you, do you does it drive you crazy being locked inside other than not performing and people dying?
2: Oh, you I love I love the way that you're asking this question because other other than people dying, like that and getting sick, I if I can include that as well, and not knowing about the future of their you know health what? and we gotta politics. check
1: on that because you're you're changing it. Uh Keith, uh, could he say the sick people also, please?
2: No, you're
0: still able to get
2: sick sometimes.
1: Oh, okay, but,
2: but the deaths, death not counting the deaths, I mean Here's the thi- Here's, I don't like it, but here's the thing that I do like about it is that uh, my new album, AKA, was originally going to be entitled All Killing Aside, but because of <laughs> all of the death and uncertainty, we were like, maybe that wouldn't be the thing to call an album that comes out in the middle of a global pandemic. So, your question, when you're like, other than all the death, I'm like, that's a perfect promotional unit of my album. So, thank you so much. I am happy to be here. You're such a professional. If you could put paper back together, I wish there was a sound that could do that. Fantastic. Uh, sincerely, uh, during these times to answer your question I'll do it, I'll do it real I'll do it real fast uh which is but it'll still take a long time uh so the point is that I'm still me but I do take even longer to answer questions now
1: oh no <laughs> you know what's great is um remotely Mike Kaplan is a very warm person
2: ah
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well there was uh my stand up this year was kind of gonna the core of it was how I Don't know where I'm at, what I'm doing, physically getting lost uh, outside two blocks away from my house. But then all of a sudden, you know, everybody's uh, locked inside. I I picture people hearing that right now and being like, well, you can't go anywhere anyway, asshole. I'm like, all right, let's wait until next year when I can be lost.
1: This pandemic, it really makes you work out your timing. You know, It really does. Yeah. Jokes are not jokes unless... uh,
2: It really makes you work out your timing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: do uh what do you find are are you and your girlfriend learning more about each other being stuck with each other
2: uh yeah we i mean you know you're never really stuck with each other you could go out into the world and die um (laughs) but that i mean and or you could stay in the house and there's a lot of places you can die inside outside in yourself but uh there's a thing that i i heard about distance in relationships. In long distance relationships, it's been said that uh, distance is like the wind, a great wind that will, if your love is like a great fire, it will fan it like a forest fire. If your love is a, a small flame like a candle, it'll extinguish it. And I think that The proximity is the same. I think, you know, you hear about a lot of people getting on each other's nerves because uh, I'm not saying that our flame, like, look, we have our flame and you have your flame. And I don't want to say I don't want to flame shame. But here in in this home, we are we were already kind of quarantining in a way because Rini broke her ankle in December. So she was in the home from December through March, when she finally has a healed ankle right when the pandemic starts. And they're like, you might want to not leave home. She's like, I've been I've been swinging three bats uh, up until now, and she's knocking it out of the park. And uh, so we just we just stay in different rooms. And my voice carries, but we got our noise canceling headphones. So we're doing okay.
1: Well, speaking of speaking of voices, Carrie, okay, this is, I want to do a segment of the show called Lex, Let's Shame Xerxes because he's too perfect. Okay, here we go. Um, so uh, I noticed that he talks a lot to himself, like he's working and he'll go, all right, I just need this real quick. I'm like, what do you need? Nothing. I'm just talking out loud. I'm like, we all talk out loud. <laughs> You're thinking out loud. <laughs> and I, you know, you can't correct someone because that's stupid and you sound like an idiot, but here's how it helps. He, I, I now ignore him, and he has to say my name if he's if he's talking. Otherwise, you know, I, I don't know what he's talking about. But when we play poker next to each other, we're not looking at each other's screens, of course. But he'll, he's so used to speaking out loud that I hear him going. Okay, Q9. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the worst poker face, which is poker voice. Okay, I hope nobody can see that I have a great hand, but I'm going to try to bluff them,
1: and they'll think that I don't have a great hand, and I'll win everybody. Why is everybody out? <laughs> well, but the, the thing is, is I go, all right, I'm going to tell on you, because you talked to yourself, and you just told me your poker hand, and that's hilarious to me. And he goes, all right, make sure you tell them that I still won that hand. So, and I'm like, I'm not gonna Going to, but here we are.
0: <laughs> I remember years ago being in a in a relationship and uh, being mad at some fight, and I didn't have the words to deal with that. And so I acted like I'm storming out of, the, out of the house. I'll be back when you realize you're wrong. And I go, out, but it's winter and it's freezing. And three minutes later, I'm like, I think she learned her lesson, right? <laughs> so you bring, up, you bring up a great point. Like, uh, you know, yeah, I, I can leave the house, but I'm going to die. That's how much this argument is upsetting me. I could die. Is that what you want? No, don't leave. Okay, I won't.
1: But I want you to know. Keith is always learning the perfect lessons that we want him to. That was exactly what we intended.
2: Oh yeah! Can I? Uh, I. Here's the thing that you reminded me of, Chemda, Is uh, sometimes when I'm on the phone with Zach Sherwin, my friend, uh, he will like be uh, like shopping at Trader Joe's. Let's say in the in the past when he would leave his house, and uh, then he'll like get up to the the cashier and he'll be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then I'll answer as though he's talking to me, even mm-hmm. though I know it's the guy. Ca- I'll be like, "I'm great." I mean, we've been on the phone for the whole time. He's like Mike, and then the cashier's like, "How'd you know my name?" And then we all have a good time. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yesterday or the other day, Henda was talking about seeing the TV show Money Heist. She's on episode 600.
1: Yeah, I just started the second season. You like it? Um, I really liked it at first, but I have to admit, see, I I already watched, I think it's 12 or 13 episodes per season, so I already saw the first season, and we're only on day three. And they remind you how many hours in and how many days in, and I don't want to spoil it, but by day three, People are learning existential crises about themselves. You know, these are the 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 robbers. Um, there was uh, uh, infidelity already in in a sense. I, again, I'm trying not to give can't it away. Of...
2: Spoiled that there's robbers in money heist.
1: <laughs> it's the, it's not. I, I don't know how to explain it without spoiling it. Everything got ridiculous so quick. It was like you allow children into a bank with a very good plan, and you're just holding your breath that they do it right. And so now I just sit there and go, well, that's ridiculous. Well, this is ridiculous. Well, that wouldn't happen. And, and Xerxes is like, you know you're in this. You know you want to. You know you can't stop. And I'm like, yeah, just press play and let me talk. But what, How do you make it? Like you
0: make fun of me for I'll see The Wishmaster Part 7. And you'll, you'll say, well, what's wrong with you? And I'll say, well, I, as corny as it was, I did like the very first one. You didn't even like the very first season. And you're uh, stuck in.
1: Yeah, but I liked the first few episodes and I like the idea of it and I like and I do get sucked into I have to admit series. So it has to be so bad. Like I I have to not care about anybody, but the thing is is there's so many people to care about that I can't get out of it. Khemda, yes. Uh,
2: this show is stealing your life from you.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: you're you're trying to pull a heist on it you're like i hope that i'll pull it out in the end that i'll finally enjoy it if one there's just one person that i love maybe they can carry my love through the whole season even though i haven't watched anything that i liked since three days ago or 10 hours ago but i i hold I, i love your hope
1: Thank you. Isn't it? Have you guys ever felt that way? You're watching it and you're not sure if you like it or not. Like, it, I, I just, I don't know. I'm not going to recommend it to anybody because the ridiculousness is just way too ridiculous. But I, I can't tell if I like it or not. But I, I want to watch it. Very weird.
0: Whether it's a show or a person, I've okay. always known if I like them after ten hours. Always.
2: Ah. Uh- I I feel that way a little bit about The Flash, though I'm I'm sure that I don't like it, but I do sometimes feel compelled to watch it, which means I think I love it. I think it's like my family <laughs> member now. I I love The Flash, even though I think that it is uh, I uh, I don't want to say stupid, but it's stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like, can I hate my dad if I want him to keep emailing me? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. you, you love something about talking to him.
0: Right, absolutely. Yeah, I saw the Westworld uh, season finale the other day, uh, knowing that it's just going to kick me in the dick, but I, I still had to see it, all because years ago I li- I loved the uh, very first season.
1: What but then, even? This? Even
0: that show doesn't even know what the fuck is going on now. They go previously on Westworld. I'm like, oh, you're going to tell me what happened this season. They just show pictures, and I'm like, yeah, he died, but I don't know who was the real him inside his robot body. They don't even know what's going on.
2: Oh man, can, you spoiled that Westworld has robots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: I don't know. I think they these robots, Mike, can the robots, so they can shoot you, they could glance at you and then shoot you and everybody that was around you without even looking at you twice, except when they have machine guns. Apparently robots don't know from recoil and they can't hit anything. Hmm. But if they're not automatic weapons, Yeah, you're dead around a corner.
1: Okay, so that's the kind of thing I'm talking about on Money Heist. And maybe this is going to be a tiny spoiler, but the main person uh, who's trying to get the uh, uh, negotiations happening, um, the good guy, um, they have time for a love affair day two they're uh they're having trouble they're they're in the middle of a divorce this you know right away and uh it was from an abusive husband who they're trying to keep away from their kid their kid keeps telling them they're not around day two of the heist you know she didn't sleep day one and day two comes around and she has like a date with someone and i i just you have to have a love affair in the middle of day two there's already uh you know Cops have already been injured and, you know, it's it's again, I don't want to spoil it, but why do why do we have to have insertions of these other timeline stories when you're trying to tell me that this person is an intelligent human being and does her job so well that she's neglecting her kid, but she has time to fall in love again within three days of the heist?
0: Well, this is your problem for binge watching the TV show, right? You're allowed to binge watch it. It's still understood you take a pee or food break. You have to understand that between shows, everybody got a good power nap. <laughs> <laughs> they true. wanted, yeah, yeah.
2: They, they want you to forget some of the things that right. you're watching. Oh, you're like, but that just happened four hours ago, and they're like, that was supposed to be four weeks ago. You weren't supposed to remember. This doesn't make sense. Other than that, based on what you said, the character is neglectful of their child, so maybe they're neglectful of their job. They're neglectful of everything. They're like, let's go on a date.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I love when I when I help write the story so it can make sense so I can justify continuing watching it that's great I'm a, I'm a great writer because I love this show apparently
2: I mean you're you're a great writer of your own story you're like I'm the hero and I don't do things that don't make sense so there must be <laughs> some way that it makes sense that I keep watching I want yeah. it to be good that's why I watch the show because I really believe in it I, I really believe it could be something on the inside it's like a Westworld robot with a good show inside of it money heist turns out to be westworld just just watch all of midnight gospel like i told you to
1: yes i'm I'm like three episodes in but midnight gospel is so trippy i have to pay attention so much especially with the cartoon part of it so um this this show uh what is it called? um Midnight, what is it again? Midnight Gospel. Midnight Gospel. Uh, it's by Duncan Trussell, who is very into, you know, the the inside of your mind and how we work. And of course, that's like way up my alley. But one episode, you got to follow that deep stuff all the time while the cartoon characters on the screen are talking and they're the ones uh, telling you this stuff. But crazy shit is happening to them and you can't tell if it has to do with it or if it's a test of like, can you stay deep while we do kook? Shit.
2: <laughs> it's true. It does. It does take like a mindful meditative practice to listen and watch when things are not they, they don't always even go together. They're like, just right. look within yourself as like a zombie apocalypse is-, is exploding around everybody.
1: Literally, just look within yourself while someone's having diarrhea. Like, it's, <laughs> it's- And and let me tell you what I don't do while I watch Midnight uh, Gospel what that i do while i watch money heist i play poker so i'm playing poker i'm watching money heist but with the other one i have to like really focus watch it see what they're trying to say see how i feel about it and they're talking pretty fast
2: here, here if i may a brief impression of xerxes if he were one of the characters in money heist okay so we're gonna go into this bank we're gonna rob it okay you're under arrest (laughs) <laughs>
0: <All> right, they <laughs> gave it all away you know Kyle gives me a hard time that I, com- that I complain about movies like you know they think like the, the, the director personally robbed money from me the way I hate some of this shit uh, this classic Shane I just saw I don't know how that got over 0% on Rotten Tomatoes never mind 97% but you know what she she wanted to see that show Freud on uh, Netflix with me so we saw the first episode of F- Freud and it's, it's fake, but it's based on, I guess, if Freud was a, was a great detective. Yeah. It, it, she didn't know after an hour that the movie was dubbed.
1: <laughs> I
0: am now the judgmental king. I have a badge. If I tell you a movie was good or bad, you now have to believe me based on your test results. You didn't know for an hour that something was dubbed, but you still feel you got all the nuance. The show sucks, and you have to trust me. We're out. And for those reasons, we are
1: out. (laughs) It's very incredible rules of dating Keith. It's uh, not
0: hard. Don't even say it like in your your little cute voice. Very interesting how Keith comes up with this. If you didn't know a movie was dubbed, you have no (laughs) right to know if something is good. Watch it. Enjoy it. But don't don't try to tell me I'm wrong about them. I study these. Everybody's like they turn on the movie. She goes, we'll watch a movie. She'll go to the bathroom or something. I go, I'll pause it. She goes, No, you don't have to. That obviously means the movie sucks, but she won't admit it.
2: You know, uh, if I may, I want yes. to say that, Keith, you are right and you are wrong. You are Fine. you are <laughs> right. That if you don't understand that a movie is dubbed, then perhaps you don't understand other things about the movie. But that doesn't mean that you are also that your views just because just because, you know, a movie's dubbed doesn't mean that, you know, anything else about things. Be you're I'll go to you be like, Keith, is this movie dubbed? Like, also, I think you're wrong to be so loud about it. I wish you were dubbed. And (laughs) I furthermore think that every movie to you is money heist of the director taking your money. (laughs)
1: Oh, and Money Heist is dubbed, but they really do a good job. I don't mind it. I don't mind it, and I I prefer it over reading.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I will give – I'll say you have a point, Mike, if after the show you tell me what your uh, movie understanding score was. Let me know what kind of badge level you have, and then I will debate if it's worth my –
2: Fair enough.
1: In other words, is your tax return 30% you went to the movies – that's what you did. with your
2: <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, from uh, sometime last year, I did join the AMC, uh, you know, movie. You can see three a week program for like 20 bucks a month.
1: Well, they uh, saw this coming. So they got you.
2: They, I, I got out of it. Like, you know, when this started, Be- but also not only because I can't leave my house to go to the movies anymore, but because I then started going to see like move. I was like, well, I'm paying for it. So I might as well go pay for it with my time as well. And I saw, I was like, I wouldn't have seen the Harley Quinn movie if I had to pay my own money for it. Like, right. I I don't regret that I did it, but I am like, well, what could I have done with, you know, I could have cured a virus in that time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was that slow, huh? I mean, it was, it
2: just seemed long. It was, it was on a big screen. So I can't tell if it was a long movie or just a tall movie.
0: <laughs> uh, you can follow Mike Kaplan on Twitter under his name, of course, MyQ Kaplan. And he says, you know what, let's just say that 2020 is our cheat year.
2: That is one of the things I said on Twitter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This this is Mike without an audience. That is what I just said.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I can be my audience now.
1: (laughs) Well, I I remember um, by the end of 2019, everyone's like, oh, it's over. 2019 was the worst. 2020 is going to be my year. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy, did the universe ask us to sit down and keep thinking about it.
0: I knew it. I knew 2020 wasn't mine. I felt it. (laughs) in january before news came out about the virus at all i'm like no not not now mm. not now i saw by the way speaking of twitter i see our buddy patrick schroeder you can follow at show and he says someone please make me a face mask that says this and then it's a picture that reads if you can read this the bitch fell off I'm like that would be an awesome face oh yeah
2: that would be fun. Can I, can I tell you one more tweet that I tweeted today? It's, it's relevant. Thank you so much. Uh, then I'll cede the rest of my time to the committee. Um, it's a, a new quarantine game that I've come up with called science says, like science says, wear a mask when you go out. Okay. Right. Science says, stay six feet apart. All right. Ingest bleach. Ah, uh-uh, science didn't say.
0: <laughs> That's great. All right. Oh, what a world of idiots.
2: Ha ha ha.
0: I, I I don't, you know, I, I I was at the store today and how people don't just walk on the far side of the sidewalk. I'm not even saying jump to the other side of the street. On the far side of the sidewalk is beyond me. How you go without a mask and you just walk in the middle.
1: I agree. And I, I, I'm trying not to because everyone's getting mad at runners. They're getting mad at, you know, generally people. Why aren't they doing this perfect? Why aren't they doing? And I'm trying not to do that. But we did take a walk around the block the other day. And, uh, and people really do distance for the most part. There's somebody on the street, there's somebody on the sidewalk and there's somebody across the street, right? These, this, uh, these two guys come walking down, no mask and no inclination. I'm like, they're not gonna at all move. Not even a little bit, not even to pretend, not even like we smell or something, you know? And I'm like, we're going right on the street. And I'm, and I, I don't know if I know how to whisper very well. And and now I have a mask on, right? So I think no one can hear me. So I'm like, are these people kidding us? What's going on? And I'm sure everyone can hear me just judging them.
2: Sure. And
0: just imagine what Xerxes is saying. Fucking everything. <laughs>
2: right. You know? These guys are maybe going to go to the left or maybe they're going to go to the right. Which way are we going to go? They're not going to go anywhere anyway. Let's take their money.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're both like just looking for the mute button for us before yeah. we talk. But it's not there.
0: Yeah, everybody is having it tough, and I think, well, this too shall pass, and then there'll be happiness, but then that's going to pass too, so I don't know.
2: (laughs) Keith, that was was like, there's a zen, like a koan, a zen story that that reminds me of. Can I tell you? I'll do it fast.
0: (laughs) Uh, In three, two...
2: Okay. Uh, there's a Chinese family uh, that lives in a village. They have one horse. The horse runs away and people are like, oh man, bummer. And they're like, maybe yes, maybe no. Then the horse comes back with a new friend it found in the wild, a wild horse. They're like, hey, we have an extra horse. They're like, oh great. You got a new horse. Good news. Like maybe yes, maybe no. And they're like, but then the son is in the family's trying to tame that horse and he gets on the horse and he gets thrown off and he breaks his leg. They're like, ooh, that was bad news. They're like, maybe yes, maybe no. The next day, this is the last one, the, the army comes to town and they start uh, drafting every able-bodied man to go fight in the war that just started. And now the son doesn't go because he has a broken leg and like, oh, your son gets to stay. That's great news. They're like, maybe yes, maybe no. So yeah, the happiness will pass. Then the thing that comes after that will pass and everything will pass. But right now this thing's here. So thanks for being here.
1: And, and the title of that story is This Too Shall Pass. And the story passed, too. So if you didn't like that, <laughs> here we are. No, I got nervous happened.
2: halfway through. But you're right.
0: Everything passes. <laughs>
2: yep. The, it seemed like the story could have been forever. But I don't talk forever. I do stop. And then I do start again. And I do have another thing that I wanted to say. But I forget what it was. Nope. I remember. Here it is. Sincerely. That was a little journey. Uh, just sincerely for the people who are expressing ideas like, uh, look, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. I'm going to go to this gap. I'm going to do whatever. If it's God's will. And I, I read a thing by a Christian man who uh, he's, he was like, look, God's will it w- doesn't mean like God's. Hey, I'm going to jump in shark infested waters. And if the, if God wants a shark to eat me, then I, God, a shark's going to eat me. So might as well just jump into shark infested waters because if that's your fate, then that's your fate. So hopefully that sounds ridiculous to people. And also, it's not just you. It's other people that you can save
1: by not going near them. So I think what we got out of this is it's OK to jump in water right now. Now just do it six feet apart from a shark.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: We're good. Okay. I,
0: I just wish more people told me as a story goes, what percent I'm on like a Netflix TV show. <gasps> yeah. I did appreciate the first story when Mike was like, <laughs> we're three, four in. Here we go. And I'm like,
1: okay,
2: based on what you said, that won't be too long. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I,
2: I, thats that is that, you, you're, you're saying that and it sounds like a joke, but I also believe that you're sincere and it does sound like it's a nice, th- I'm almost done. Nice thing to do. <laughs>
0: Uh, my girlfriend says that. She's like, you sound like you're joking. I'm like, but don't take it that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I've, been, I've been meeting with my nephew, Max. I haven't been able to connect um, with other of the nephews, but we play, and I mentioned it before on this app called Together, um, and he, we could play the memory game and whatever it is, and he could see me, I could see him, and we could see the same game together. Then there's a drawing part. Did I, Keith, did I tell you this yet? No, mm-hmm. right? Okay. there's. A- I,
0: I only know the memory game part, you know, with cards and animals for the cards, and, and I kick his ass. I don't know if he's any good at drawing, but he's horrible at this memory. I even say, I'm like, we just saw the monkey on the top row. He goes to the second row. I'm like,
1: well, that's another point for me. I know, and it feels really good to be smart, doesn't it, 46-year-old? It get, on the fifth game, it gets a little boring,
0: <laughs> honestly.
1: Well, he's the cutest. He's turning three this month, and um, and, and I swear this is not going to be just a I'm, – I'm doing the mic version of this. Mm-hmm. This is not only almost over, but I will not just be like, isn't my nephew cute? There is uh, a story here. So okay. we go to the drawing part. And we're drawing a banana, and he's drawing yellow. And I'm like, a banana? Oh, no, I slipped on the banana. And I go, whoa. And I move front and back for the camera. And he loses his shit. And I'm like, this is great. Turns out it's not great. Be careful what you do to a three-year-old. Now, as soon as we get on to play a game, he's like, I'm drawing a banana. And all he draws is a line of yellow, and I'm supposed to fall all over myself. (laughs) For 20 minutes, I'm doing fake falls with this kid. And uh, as soon as I get on last time, he's like, okay, time for banana. And I'm like, oh my God. So uh, luckily, my adult boyfriend has a muppet, and uh, the kid talked to the muppet instead and didn't make him fall in bananas. So I think he just likes me falling.
2: Uh, I have two things to say. One is quick, I like that the message <laughs> of that story is. Be careful what you do to a three-year-old. Uh, I believe that is your, your a direct quote. And could
0: uh, come back and bite you in the ass. She's oh, all yeah. banged up like the early SNL people. Yeah, fall off of ladders.
2: Second is, I mean, hopefully this kid will learn that a joke, part of the thing that makes a joke a joke is surprise. And that if you do it over and over again, then that's a song and, uh, (laughs) and or a dance. But like, I remember I babysat when I was a kid for these kids and they, they were like, you want to watch this movie, Apollo 18, I think, or whatever it was, Apollo 13, whatever the Apollo movie was with Tom Hanks. And
1: I know, I know it was 13, wasn't
2: it? Fair enough. Uh, and they were like, oh, th- get get ready for this part. They were like Xerxes playing poker. They were like, get ready for this part because this part coming up is going to be really funny. A funny thing is going to be said. This guy's going to say a funny thing and he's going to say this thing. And they like just told me everything about the funny thing that somebody was going to say. And then it happened. And I was like, yeah, that was funny. And they were like, why aren't you laughing?
0: Right, right. My, my dad would do that with movies. I, it wasn't this, but let's say it was The Sixth Sense. And the kid goes, I see dead people. My dad would say, now, keep that in mind. That's going to come up later. Like,
2: okay.
0: Uh, well, I'm very intelligent and the end. that Keep not. in
2: mind the thing that you're looking at and listening to, which is good <laughs> right. advice for a person, a child trying to play memory as well. Now, look at that monkey. That's going to come up later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so you, you probably saw Donald Trump visits one of these uh, mask factories, you know, a... Uh, A Honeywell factory that was turned into a place that's making N95 masks solely. He comes in, of course, surprise, surprise, without the mask. There are no pictures of him ever wearing a mask. It's a mask factory. There's a sign up that says wear a mask and everyone is wearing masks. And he'll wear safety goggles, but he won't wear the mask. And obviously it's to show America, hey, people are going to die. Yeah, but we got to reopen the economy and don't be a pussy. I'm not a pussy. Also, everybody in that, fa- you go to meet the president, you are tested for this virus. Believe me. OK, so he's not really even putting himself at risk and being a tough guy, but he's acting it. He's acting like, you know what, we we can uh, we can go back to work if we want. But even the factory knows, even though they're tested, you, you should still wear a mask.
1: I'm starting to think that he's like not on our side. <laughs> I mean, didn't uh, somebody brought up the point like uh, Republicans. Here it
0: is. Oliver Willis on Twitter, I saw I definitely didn't predict Republicans would be so blatant with you just have to die. Usually they do a better job of dressing it up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they they used to be the ones that were pro. What is it? Life. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but they're pro-life and then for the death penalty. So you have a lot of rights before your first breath of air.
2: I guess I figured it out. Honestly, I here's what it is like what whatever
1: shall passing again right
2: oh i mean kind of like they for a before life begins they're like they want you to go from not existing to yes existing and then once you do exist they're just never happy with the state of where you are now they're like non-existence has got to be existence and existence has got to end just like what they want everything to pass immediately
0: (laughs) (laughs) right because you don't get that help when you have the baby but you have to have the baby
2: have it. Uh, yeah, uh, they, they're yeah, they're all. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My you're story. Don't fight, uh, you don't
0: you don't have to fight me on
2: everything. No, no. You're, you're right. Yeah. We 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 I agree with you loudly.
0: <laughs> he, he put out. Uh, so Trump uh, retweeted the so I don't know if you saw this Cinco de Mayo just the other day yesterday. And if my Spanish is correct. And four years ago, you may remember Trump put out this tweet of him eating a taco bowl saying the Hispanics make such great Mexican food. And you know, and then there's you know, with there's that gaffe. then in the background people are seeing this you uh Sudafed from the UK that uh, like stockpile. They're like, that's because of the Adderall or Coke snorting problem. Then there's a picture on his desk of his wife. But okay, it was when she was 22. (laughs) You know, like all these weird things. So people are like, hey, do you you remember this from four years ago? Trump went, you know what? I'm going to own this one, too. And he retweeted it himself. And then you see people like, yeah, I love it when Trump's being a troll. That is the one. I never knew what a president did. This, This is the one thing you do. You don't troll you do bring the country together or you pretend to how many of us thought being a president was always just a figurehead position yeah your job was to make both sides feel like they belong not uh, now new york's not going to get help because they didn't vote for me that's not how it works we never assumed who we have to vote for who wins because because the person that will win will help us and the person that loses won't
1: we, uh, we would have played it different keith uh, I'm, I'm the best at getting people together. Right. Um, there's nobody better than me at getting people together. Um, as you noticed, everybody got together to vote for me. So obviously I know what I'm doing.
2: And if you disagree, then you can die.
0: Right. Remember when Benghazi was the buzzword for Americans died. We're at 75,000 deaths here in America, but okay. It's completely different. I, so, I, I,
2: I don't like people who get diseases.
0: <laughs> right. i like my human strong goodbye dead people he, he uh he, he's talking about you know the the funding the uh post office but he did send out so he wanted to sign all those uh relief checks himself they had to explain to him <laughs> you can't physically sign all the release checks he said Could we put our name my name on the checks and he said that will s- slow down sending people the checks and he goes okay I'll direct deposit the checks. And then I'll send a letter saying, Hey, it's me, Donald Trump. Here's your check. And yes, that's, what, and that's that. what ended up. That's what happened. So I wonder like, so do all those stamps actually help the post office? Cause I got a feeling he started his own stamp company, Trump stamps, you know, and Just then he gets a cut of, he gets a cut of that.
2: Oh yeah. I actually have a Trump stamp on my lower back.
1: <laughs> right. it's a
0: picture of a
2: pussy
1: <laughs> and then it says grab it like you want it
0: right you know he didn't buy forever stamps ahead of time so maybe he helped the post office
1: i don't know but he's, he's so good to us
0: i follow molly mcnerney she is the uh wife of jimmy kimmel and uh who the president, you know, ended up picking on Jimmy Kimmel on Twitter, saying he has terrible ratings. She said, today, the president of the United States called my husband a, quote, wacko last placer. Oh. And it didn't even come up at dinner. That's huh. how crazy things are. <laughs> <And> the, <laughs> the president called my husband a loser. And there's so much shit going on with that and our family. We didn't even bring it up.
1: What oh, <laughs> the no. world. Oh, yeah. No.
0: What a fucking world. <laughs> it's, uh,
2: if it didn't have real world consequences, it would just be fascinating. Like, right. wh- what? what is this This human that's just like armored from any introspection, any extraspect? Like, no, who can... Right. Can is there is the I mean there's something on the inside. There's there's uh there's chemicals and matter and energy and brains and electricity. There's stuff that what what is happening?
0: The the Westworld robots say smarter shit. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't watch the whole series, but I bet Tiger King said smarter shit. By accident, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you hear they they supposedly they have not figured out that um Nicolas Cage will play the Tiger King.
2: I think he just got it because his name is Cage. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Hollywood does not think things true. They're like, okay, I get it. That's I'm- really
2: a thing that happens sometimes in people's brains. Like you hear the word Cage. You're like, who'd be good to play this guy? I think Nicolas Cage looks nothing like him. So perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, here's a little fun news. Uh, Elon Musk, he's 48. He's dating the singer Grimes, 32. They just had a child together. 16. The child. Well, the <laughs> child's name. <laughs> right. The child is their same age somehow.
2: <laughs> well, God,
0: dude, he really is smart. The name of the kid, assuming we're not being trolled, is X space, the A-E that's really one letter, space, A-12. Now, if this isn't the virus cure, I don't know what it is.
2: But uh- she did- I think I, I just want to say I think that a lot of people are giving them shit for this and clearly it's short the name is short for Christmas Aeneid A minus 12. Like why <laughs> right. how hard is that?
0: <laughs> uh so she did like a QA, but what's funny is a Q and uh, A E, yeah. Right. <laughs> so she does a QA and People, of course, ask questions about the baby. And she's like, well, I don't know if I want to answer about that. I just told you about the baby. But anyway, they say, uh, you know, is it a boy? Is it a girl? And she says, "We uh, let's see. Grimes revealed that her child will be allowed to, quote, decide their fate and destiny. When asked about their gender, she said, quote, I don't want to say the gender of the baby because I feel like their privacy should be protected. I don't think they can consent to being famous or being in public, even though I'm doing the Q&A about my baby and I don't want to gender them in case that's not how they feel in their life I don't know I just feel like it doesn't need to be known so as she does that Q&A this person on Twitter Pranay Pathole he rates to Elon boy or girl Elon Elon rates back boy Uh, oh
1: shit you know I I really appreciate her because (laughs) it's um, I I don't know why that's the question. I think we we don't know what to ask when somebody's having a baby, so we go boy or girl. And even I'm inclined, and honestly, I don't give a shit if it has a penis or a vagina. Why do I want to know that? Isn't doesn't that seem like a pedophile question to ask? Right. What What's happening when the baby's born? Like, ah, oh, you got one pointing north. Okay, now what? <laughs>
2: Congratulations, it's- genitals! Next question. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I know. I knew a parent that didn't like the way their kid cut her ha- own hair, and 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 I said to him, I go, oh, you don't you don't want to you don't wanna find her attractive now? You don't want to fuck her? So <laughs> go, oh, okay, okay, all right.
1: Okay, <laughs> that doesn't it doesn't turn you on. <laughs> um, I was saying, uh, I, I've said this before. My brother, um, and and Marisella, Michael and Maricela, they have two kids now. One is uh, just a few months old, but when when people see Max, he's got these like long lashes and he's got some green in his eyes. And so people go, oh, he's going to be a a lady killer. Like he's going to really, you know, like just he's going to be like a smooth operator with all the ladies. And it's so gross. A lady killer
2: also sounds like a serial murderer as well. Oh, yeah. I
1: I didn't intend that. But but uh, so my brother's answer now is, uh, oh, no, we're raising him as a gay. Right, right. Like, what are you? What are you doing? Oh, are they on a date? No, are you watching like they're on a date? I mean, go, and-
0: he's, he's he's they go. He's going to be a lady killer. And I go. You think so, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You you like him to be. To be generous, to most people, just want to say something. They just want to ask a question. They just want to, like a comedian who's like, like some comedians are great with crowd work, and then a lot of people are just like, "So, where are you from? How, how, what do you, what do you do?" You know, like you. Right,
1: but Mike, my point is, I'm shaming those comics and I'm shaming those people talking to kids because I understand that feeling. You're you're confronted with a child, and suddenly you realize I don't really have real world questions for them, (laughs) and then and then you go. Oh, let me just ask them the standard. What do you want to be when you grow up? To a five year old is, I think, a very stupid question. And I think that as adults, maybe we should come up with different ones, or just shut the fuck up and go. What color is your shirt? Who cares?
2: I I love, I love the idea of asking them different questions. Sometimes I ask how old they are, and then I ask how old they wish they were. That's a fun question to ask. And then I like ask them what their favorite, you know, something is. What do they, what do they love to do or make, you know, like, what do they do? Like, what do you, uh, what do you do is a good question for a kid. (laughs) What do you do? I have no idea.
0: (laughs) And then I shout like, as if the parents asked me to ask, I'm like, I still don't, I don't know. (laughs) Can't find out. (laughs) All right. You want to get Mike's new album? It's called AKA. What does it stand for? It's none of your business. Don't worry. I'm halfway done. (laughs) Apple music has it. Of course. You can go to blondmedicine.com slash aka, but you can pre-order it right now, be ahead of the game. And oh the yeah, twi- it's almost yeah. too
2: late to pre-order it. You got to you gotta pre-order it by Friday or else you have to just order it.
0: No, no, pre-order it. Pre-order yeah. It. Yeah. Know that it's coming. Know you're ahead of the game. Digitally, they send it to you first. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is at Mike Kaplan, M-Y-Q Kaplan, and that's where you follow what's going on. It helps keep me sane a little bit, and I appreciate it.
1: Why'd you end up calling it aka?
2: Uh, I'm glad you asked, Hemda, And Keith, I'm glad you didn't ask. You're like, you're like the Elon Musk to Henda's Grimes. <laughs> right, right. Just a short answer, or a, and here'll be the long explanation. Uh, sincerely, it was going to be called All Killing Aside, uh, which is the name I was touring it with, and I brought it to Edinburgh because the album is about love, compassion, and not murdering, mainly. And uh, But in this time of pandemic, uh, I talked to my producer and my mom. Uh, my mom was like, uh, yeah, did maybe not have killing in it? She would have said that anytime. She was just <laughs> like, I don't like the word killing uh at all she's like there's this uh This law firm called, uh, that has the word kill in it, or like the town of Fishkill, New York. Like, I don't want to visit there. Um, So she was like, my mom suggested all kidding aside. And I'm like, that does make some of the kidding be aside. So we'll consider that. Uh, So that's why we called it AKA, which stands for the original all killing aside for my mom, all kidding aside. It also, of course, stands for also known as, which is what the name is for the original. Also, my name, Mike Kaplan, is an AKA of my given name, Michael Adam Kaplan, given by my mom and dad. This is almost, um, we're almost to the end of my uh, ask me anything here. The album has been called Hilarious and Layered, which I call hilarious, layering layer into hilarious like the K in the AKA, making a palindrome representing the conceptual palindrome that the whole album is. So this is basically the end of my A K A M A K A M A. The album comes out on the eighth of May. Thanks for asking. What would oh, be great is wow. you know if what's this. What's
1: great, Keith, is you know what? You were right again. I apologize. I'll <laughs> tell you what. I'll tell you what's great is
0: I I got an early copy of the album. Absolutely no wordplay inside. <laughs> thank Strange thank move. you, Keith.
2: I mean, there is a track that's most that your. I don't, did you find your track that it was inspired by you? Uh, it's it's around. It's close to the end. It's in the ayahuasca chunk, based on a conversation that we had on this very show here. Where uh, oh, you,
1: start with that, and he'll pay attention, Mike. You know yeah, that, right?
2: I understand, Keith. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's why I'm here.
2: <laughs> and Chemda, Thank you for not being on the album.
1: Oh, that's so nice. I think you
2: you didn't say anything that I could uh, take out of context and misconstrue and make fun of.
1: (laughs) In all in all fairness, sometimes I, you know, lay it up and he dunks it. Right. I mean, I got to believe that.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Kenda, Kenda, right. Kenda, do you want to talk to people like a human or inspire them to make
1: art? Fuck, <laughs> well, I do want to inspire them to make art. This Can't well. it be
2: neither. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: Well, have stronger opinions on dumb movies, okay?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon.
1: girl.com.